Today is the 6th of March, 2023. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray. I want to say a big thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to share in a regular rhythm of worship and devotion together. If you're joining us for the first time, let me say thank you and welcome. Each episode follows a really simple pattern. It's a mixture of prayer, scripture, and music. It's easy to pick up as we go along. Don't forget, there is the Walking the Way prayer book and today's script, which you can download. And if you'd like to support Walking the Way or you'd like more information about the podcast, head to rayboris.co.uk. Again, links to everything and our social media, or should that be including our social media, are in the episode notes. This year, we're walking our way through the Bible from the beginning. We're not actually going to make the end of the Bible by the end of the year, but we're just going to keep going one chapter at a time. So let's start this leg of walking the way as we still our hearts, we come before God, and we pray. Lord, you are our help and our comfort. And we look to you and to your promises. Help us to be full of courage so that we don't complain, but that we wait cheerfully for your great victory here on earth. Lord, help us to be your people. Give us your spirit, so not only the few, but eventually all will come to you. Lord God, we pray that your will will be done on earth amongst all the nations, that your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Amen. Genesis 41, verse 16. Joseph answered Pharaoh, It's not I. God will give Pharaoh a favorable answer. Joseph has spent two years in prison. The wine steward from last week, or the cupbearer in this week's version of the Bible, who'd been in prison, suddenly remembers Joseph, and so he appears before Pharaoh, and he interprets the dream that Pharaoh has had. He is essentially speaking truth to power, and that by any other definition is called prophecy. Joseph doesn't sugarcoat his interpretation. He spells it out clearly for Pharaoh, something that must have taken a considerable amount of courage considering the nature of the dream. So what's the so what of this story? How do we speak truth to power? Firstly, having the ability to speak truth to power means recognizing that there is something to speak about. So what has God placed on your heart that he wants challenged? Because I think that's invariably the best place to start. Secondly, why has God put that on your heart? What does he want done and why does he want it done? A really good example of this is a man called John Kirby. John Kirby was a financier who felt that God was calling him out of his business to do something for him. And so he started an organization called Christians Against Poverty in 1996. And CAP, Christians Against Poverty is also called CAP, is an organization that provides debt advice for free. It's a Christian organization that provides debt advice for free. John Kirby believed that God was calling him to sacrifice his career in finance and use his knowledge of the financial industry to help those who were in debt. Now today, CAP is one of the foremost charities in the UK in the field of debt advice and is leading the conversations about debt at a government level. All of this from one man who believed that God was calling him to speak truth about the poverty in the UK. Who knows what God will do with you 
when you speak out on his behalf. Listen to your heart. What is God telling you to speak truth to? We're going to have our first piece of music just to give us some time to center ourselves in God. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And today we read Genesis chapter 41. Heavenly Father, as we approach your word today, help us to hear it with wisdom. Help us to respond to it with grace. And help us to live it out with power. Amen. Our Bible readings this week are taken from the New Revised Standard Version, and today I'm reading Genesis 41. After two whole years, Pharaoh dreamed that he was standing by the Nile. And there came out of the Nile seven sleek and fat cows, and they grazed on the reed grass. Then seven other cows, ugly and thin, came up out of the Nile after them and stood by the other cows on the bank of the Nile. The ugly and thin cows ate the seven sleek and fat cows, and Pharaoh awoke. Then he fell asleep and dreamed a second time. Seven ears of grain, plump and good, were growing on one stalk. Then seven ears, thin and blighted by the east wind, sprouted after them. The thin ears swallowed up the seven plump and full ears. Pharaoh awoke, and it was a dream. 
In the morning his spirit was troubled, so he sent and called for all the magicians of Egypt and all its wise men. Pharaoh told them his dreams, but there was no one who could interpret them to Pharaoh. Then the chief cupbearer said to Pharaoh, I remember my faults today. Once Pharaoh was angry with the servants and put me and the chief baker in custody in the house of the captain of the guard. We dreamed on the same night, he and I, each having a dream with its own meaning. A young Hebrew was there with us, a servant of the captain of the guard. When we told him, he interpreted our dreams for us, giving an interpretation to each according to his dream. As he interpreted to us how it turned out, I was restored to my office, and the baker was hanged. Then Pharaoh sent for Joseph, and he was hurriedly brought out of the dungeon. When he'd shaved himself and changed his clothes, he came in before Pharaoh. And Pharaoh said to Joseph, I have had a dream, and there is no one who can interpret it. I've heard it said of you that when you hear a dream, you can interpret it. Joseph answered Pharaoh, It's not I. God will give Pharaoh a favorable answer. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, In my dream I was standing on the banks of the Nile, and seven cows, fat and sleek, came up out of the Nile and fed in the reed grass. Then seven other cows came up after them, poor, very ugly and thin. Never had I seen such ugly ones in all the land of Egypt. The thin and ugly cows ate up the first seven fat cows. But when they had eaten them, no one would have known that they had done so, for they were still as ugly as before. Then I awoke. I fell asleep a second time, and I saw in my dream seven ears of grain, full and good, growing on one stalk, and seven ears withered and thin, blighted by the east wind sprouting after them, and the seven thin ears swallowed up the seven good ears. But when I told it to magicians, there was no one who could explain it to me. Then Joseph said to Pharaoh, Pharaoh's dreams are one and the same. God has revealed to Pharaoh what he is about to do. The seven good cows are seven years, and the seven good ears are seven years. The dreams are one. The seven lean cows that came up after them are seven years, as are the seven empty ears blighted by the east wind. They are seven years of famine. It is as I told Pharaoh. God has shown to Pharaoh what he is about to do. There will come seven years of great plenty throughout all the land of Egypt. After them there will arise seven years of famine, and all the plenty will be forgotten in the land of Egypt. The famine will consume the land. The plenty will no longer be known in the land because of the famine that will follow, for it will be very grievous. And the doubling of Pharaoh's dream means that the thing is fixed by God, and God will surely bring it about. Now therefore let Pharaoh select a man who is discerning and wise, and set him over the land of Egypt. Let Pharaoh proceed to appoint overseers over the land, and take one-fifth of the produce of the land of Egypt during the seven plenteous years. Let them gather all the food of these good years that are coming, and lay up grain under the authority of Pharaoh for food in the cities, and let them keep it. That food shall be a reserve for the land against the seven years of famine that are to befall the land of Egypt, so that land may not perish through the famine. The proposal pleased Pharaoh and all his servants. Pharaoh said to his servants, Can we find anyone else like this, one in whom is the Spirit of God? So Pharaoh said to Joseph, Since God has shown you all this, there is no one so discerning and wise as you. You shall be over my house, 
and all my people shall order themselves as you command. Only with regard to the throne will I be greater than you. And Pharaoh said to Joseph, See, I have set you over all the land of Egypt. Remove his signet ring from his hand, Pharaoh put it on Joseph's hand. He arrayed him in garments of fine linen and put a gold chain around his neck. He had him ride in the chariot of a second in command, and they cried out in front of him, Bow the knee. Thus he set him over all the land of Egypt. Moreover, Pharaoh said to Joseph, I am Pharaoh, and without your consent no one shall lift up hand or foot in all the land of Egypt. Pharaoh gave Joseph the name zaphnath paneah and he gave him Asenath, the daughter of Potipharah, priest of On, as his wife. Thus Joseph gained authority over the land of Egypt. Joseph was thirty years old when he entered the service of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. And Joseph went out from the presence of Pharaoh, and went through all the land of Egypt. During the seven plenteous years, the earth produced abundantly. He gathered up all the food of the seven years when there was plenty in the land of Egypt and stored up food in the cities. He stored up in every city the food from the fields around it. So Joseph stored up grain in such abundance, like the sand of the sea, that he stopped measuring it. It was beyond measure. Before the years of famine came, Joseph had two sons, whom Asenath, daughter of Potiphar, a priest of On, bore to him. Joseph named the firstborn Manasseh, for he said, God has made me forget all my hardship and all my father's house. The second he named Ephraim, for God has made me fruitful in the land of my misfortunes. The seven years of plenty that prevailed in the land of Egypt came to an end, and the seven years of famine began to come just as Joseph had said. There was famine in every country, but throughout the land of Egypt there was bread. When all the land of Egypt was famished, the people cried to Pharaoh for bread. Pharaoh said to all the Egyptians, Go to Joseph, what he says to you, do. And since famine had spread all over the land, Joseph opened all the storehouses and sold to the Egyptians, for the famine was severe in the land. Moreover, all the world came to Joseph in Egypt to buy grain, because the famine became severe throughout the world. We're going to have our second piece of music, just to give us some time to think about some of the, some of the account that we've just read. And after the music, as always, we're going to pray.
Before we pray, just a reminder that if you'd like us to pray for you, drop us a line through the usual channels. The links are all in the episode notes. We'd love to be able to pray for you and just lift you up wherever you are. Our prayer today from our Walking the Way prayer book is a prayer for our local outreach projects. Those people who are reaching the needy, they may be preaching, whatever the case may be. Let's pray for this project, shall we? Lord Jesus, as you sat looking at all the people, did you ever feel overwhelmed by the need? As you healed the blind and the lepers, freed those possessed and raised the dead, did you ever wonder if there would be an end? As you hung on the cross and died, did you wonder if your sacrifice was ever going to be enough? Because if we're honest, Lord, we're feeling a little overwhelmed. Because the needs of this world are simply beyond our means. Physical needs, emotional needs, spiritual needs. There is so much need and we don't know how to meet it. So help us today, Lord, to put aside our anxiety, put aside our worry over resources and remind us that you fed the 5,000 with five small fish and two loaves of bread. Remind us that it's you who convicts. We simply plant seeds and water them. Remind us that you are the one who saves. And so as we reach out to our communities, guide us today to deploy resources wisely, love people deeply, and trust in you completely. Amen. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord this week. You've been listening to Walking the Way. All the details for today's episodes can be found in the show notes, including the scripture passages and credits for the prayers. If you'd like to support Walking the Way, and we really would appreciate it if you would, links to our giving page and also to our subscription service is in the episode notes as well. For more information, head to rayborrett.co.uk or you can find me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Don't forget, you can also listen to us on TuneIn and Spotify. My name is Ray, and so until next time, I'll be here waiting as we continue walking the way. Thank you.